0: Hello and welcome back to The Great Date Guy. My name is Rob Wong. And today on this podcast, we're talking about how to break through your fear. Right? Fear is a pretty natural part of taking risks. It shows up all the time when it comes to dating and relationships, your work, your career, uh, any kind of interaction that you have with another human being almost all of the time. Right? If they're a new person, there is that sense of fear. And even if they're not a new person, they just occur as higher status to us. Um, The brain naturally registers them as something of a threat. Now, this is a throwback to evolutionary biology, if you believe in it, uh, to back in the days when if you interfered with the leader of a group, they had the ability to have you killed. So naturally your brain is reacting to the same sort of scenario. If something is higher status than me, then there's going to be fear I'm going to stop and second-guess myself before I make my request or have a conversation with that individual. Well, there are a few ways to address fear. Now, the first one we can, uh, well, obviously tap into behavioral, or maybe not, obviously. We can tap into behavioral psychology. Um, So, this is a general theory that all behaviors are learned, uh, other than the immediately reflexive ones of having your heart beat and your internal organs process, uh, breathing, right? All of your behaviors are learned, and they're learned through a simple process called shaping. Um, Shaping occurs when a behavior is reinforced or punished. Now, if something is being reinforced, it means that it's getting rewarded, right? If I gave you a piece of chocolate for every single time that you gave me a high-five, over time, the uh, amount of times that you high-five me when you see me will continue to increase and increase until chocolate is no longer a reward. By the same token, uh, if I were to zap you with a cattle prod every time that you tried to high-five me, no high-fives would be found within a couple of minutes, I would imagine, right? You'd probably start to resent me a little bit, (laughs) Maybe more than a little bit. So we can do the same sort of thing with fear. If we reward ourselves or punish ourselves enough, we can create new behaviors despite that fear. And once we have enough data, once our brain gathers enough evidence that there should be no fear in that situation, the fear goes away. And it's a process called extinguishing. Now more on extinguishing. If you want a fear to be extinguished, uh, for instance, if you're afraid of spiders or beautiful women or asking for raises, what you can do is put yourself in the situation that you can just barely tolerate. So the easiest thing to do here is for me to reference spiders or, um, you know what, this is a dating podcast. Maybe we talk about attractive people. We find an attractive person where you're just barely able to hang, right? You're able to have conversations. You're not completely shut down, but you're still kind of uncomfortable. Now, they have to be attractive enough where your instinct is that you want to run, right? But you can overcome it is a desire to pull away from the conversation and escape and hide out or go to the bathroom or grab a drink or do anything anything besides talk to this human being and you just stay with them right you stay with them you stay in the conversation until you feel your heartbeat slow down and that's your sympathetic nervous system beginning to calm the F down and you want that right the more time that you can treat you can teach your brain that this particular stimulus in this case hot person is not a threat, the more the fear will go away. Now this process, extinguishing, takes some time. It can take weeks or months. It, sometimes it takes years depending on how deep-rooted the fear is. And you can step the process forward by making sure the person that you hang out with next time is more attractive and more attractive or higher status and higher status, so on and so forth until you are impervious to their charms. and. That makes you pretty solid when it comes to meeting new people. Once the fear is out of the way, you're free to be your natural self. Now, the alternative here is that you go through a process that is called flooding. And as the name sort of implies, it's much, (laughs) much less pleasant. And in this scenario, uh, you would be flooded with an, like, you would be forced to interact with an army of very attractive people, and all of them would be, like, You know doing things and you'd be overwhelmed and you but you wouldn't be able to escape right get that you would be stuck in this environment until the fear subsided and it could take some time sometimes this turns into a traumatic thing uh so in general flooding is not the preferred method (laughs) you do not want to try to flood yourself when fear is uh you know extinguishable through another more gentle (laughs) gentle more gentle means now, so the last piece that you can do to overcome your fear is to play a bigger game. So, what do I mean by that? Well, generally when we operate day to day, it comes from a place of selfishness. It, it comes from a place of small pettiness, right? I I will do very little ...to help myself in most situations. But if you have... If, if, you, if you send me a friend that's in need, I'm all over it, right? I, I will drop what I'm doing to try to attend to what they're up to. And in that instance, I have a bigger game to play, right? That person's life might be at stake. So, in essence, when I have more motivation than I have fear... If fear takes the back seat, I'll just be in action despite the fear being there, right? Because I have enough at stake that I want to make a difference. So if you really want to powerfully overcome your fears, no matter what is going on in your life, it makes sense to pick a, a bigger game to play. Now I'm going to give you an example. My bigger game today is that the world must change. There's a lot that's happening in the world right now that I just, I don't agree with, right? The level of homelessness is insane. Climate change is very real. There is a ocean of plastic just floating in the middle of the, I mean, it's, it's huge, right? I, pr- it's been proposed that it's roughly the size of Texas. There's a lot of things that could be changed. The world is on fire right now. So it makes sense to me to play a bigger game that the world must change. It has to, if we're going to make it. So I take actions that are consistent with that game. And now all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if I'm talking to someone who has way more status than me. Right? It doesn't matter if I'm talking to the former president of the United States. What matters to me is that the world has an opportunity to change. And when I start viewing my entire life like that, okay, how's what I'm doing right now contributing to what I want for the planet? Right? In those moments, when I'm driving, maybe I put away my cell phone. Maybe I'm a little bit less distracted because the game that I'm playing is too important. Maybe I start getting more sleep for myself, because I'm if I'm sleep deprived as hell, that impacts my ability to make a difference with other people, which impacts my larger goal of changing the world. And your game doesn't have to be that big. Maybe your game is just making sure that someone gets fed tonight. Maybe your game is making sure that your kids don't go hungry. Right? Whatever your game is, make sure that it's important to you, that it really, really matters above all other things. And when you've got that level of emotional backing, the fear disappears. I mean, it won't be gone forever, right? You'll have to get present to what it is that you want to do moment to moment sometimes, but it's enough to push it to the back where it can't affect what you're doing. So in conclusion, if you want to get mastery over your fear, you have many different potential avenues. The first one is behavioral psychology. You can punish or reinforce a behavior such that eventually it overcomes the fear, right? If I want to be able to approach really attractive people, I could give myself maybe a bounty. I need to talk to at least two attractive people today, or I'm going to send Justin Bieber $10,000. Am I going to do that? With those stakes? Hell yes I am, right? It's too punishing if I fail. eventually the fear will go away your other two avenues are extinguishing which is exposing yourself gradually to something until the fear goes away or flooding exposing yourself rapidly to something overwhelming your system allowing it to acclimate and then the fear will go away both are equally effective although flooding flooding is a bit more abrasive so i don't highly recommend it but it does work And your final option is picking a bigger game to play. Play for something where the stakes are so large that the fear is irrelevant. What you're up to is too big, too important to ignore. And with that, I want to invite you to my bigger game. I'm calling it the contribution game. And what I want is to be able to reach out to the people in my life, the ones that I think are the most deserving of my help, my support, my resources, my time, my energy, right? And I will offer to be a contribution in their lives. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a cup of coffee and lunch, if it's just a walk for an hour so they can decompress and vent about their ex, if they need me to walk their dog, if they want free coaching, I'm there for them. If they ask me why, I invite them to the game. I also ask them, To refer me to someone that they think is the best person in their lives, the most deserving person in their lives. And I make a request, introduce me so that I can be a contribution to them too. And then I offer up something that brings value, joy, happiness, more greatness into their lives. Doesn't matter what it is, I just contribute. And if they ask me why, I get them to participate on the game too. And that's it. With this project in place, what I can see being possible is the world being changed. People get to be the little ripples that turn into massive change. People finally contributing to other people, breaking through the whole stranger danger barrier and interacting with the people that are most important to them. This project has the potential to reach throughout the entire globe to create echoes of altruism and peace and contribution wherever it goes. And I'm inviting you to participate as much as you can. If it's one person, amazing. If it's more, even better. But I invite you to take a swing and see what it feels like to be able to set aside what you're up to to play for a bigger cause. Notice what happens to your fears, your reservations, the thoughts and emotions that hold you back. And notice what you get to feel about yourself as you take this on. And if you're playing the game, be sure to use the hashtag #ContributionProject. project. All right, folks, that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode.